Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I still believe through the cold and through the heat, through the rain and through the tears, through the crowds and through the cheers. We haven't used this one in so long that I forgot what the record button was. Uh, this, yeah, dude, we are getting dangerously close to setting high expectations for ourselves. It's uh, they're, they're set. They the are set for both the Browns and this podcast. Which remember, both of our successes are intertwined. Yeah, exactly. If you're listening, are we recording? Yeah, we've been recording. All right, sec. If you're listening and you want the Browns to bring home that Lombardi Trophy. You better trick your friends into listening to us. S- grab grandma's phone, download the podcast app, subscribe to this podcast, make sure she gets the notifications. But she, what podcast they subscribe to, Raleigh? The Dogs of War podcast, Kevin. Welcome back, friends, family, first-time listeners, last-time listeners, enemies of the program. People don't, whose we don't have got any, stolen. <laughs> People whose phones got stolen and you're friends or loved ones subscribe to this podcast yes if you're wondering why this episode even got downloaded on your phone it's a free gift from someone that loves you so welcome back to the dogs of war podcast if you're reading there reading this listening to this on the day it comes out it is friday august 20th happy friday tgif you got raleigh and me kevin and you know again this is like our second episode of season three i think it's third no but i'm saying like this is the second episode of season three where we haven't had an interview we just haven't really oh. just shot the shit for a while. Yeah, man. It's good to be How was your weekend? Uh, the weekend was fantastic. Well, I say that. Um, it was good. Kate was at a bachelorette party, and that's my wife. Shout out, Kate. And I just kind of had the weekend to do whatever I want. Had the place looking crystal clean. Crystal. That's not even a phrase, is it? Crystal clear. Crystal clear. That sounds But not for cleaning. Yeah, you had it just you had it sparkling. Whatever I clean, yeah, I cleaned the house, apartment. It's sparkling. She was thrilled. I look like the man. Always good to reset, relax. Got to watch the Browns play. A little teaser, if you will. Oh God, I went to. A, I made the last minute decision Friday morning. Raleigh and I live in Chicago. We're from Ohio. For the, I know we have some new people that keep popping in here. So welcome. I made the last minute decision Friday morning to fly home to Cleveland. My whole family was going to Put in Bay. My mom is one of 11, and all of her siblings were all flying in and coming in because they all grew up in Cleveland. And back in the day, not that people don't go to put bay now, but back in the day, it was a little bit of a different uh, crowd there, if you will. So <laughs> I wanted just to be there just to see what my mom, like when they think it's still like the 80s at put bay Anyway, it was a blast. And everyone, I mean, put bay is like the Vegas for Cleveland. Everyone... Most people listening have been there or at least know one absurd story from Putin Bay. I don't have any real absurd stories because of family, but I have not been there since I was single digit age years old. Oh, really? 
So I've not been there to see. Yeah, no. So I mean, we're talking Frosties. Was it wrote? Uh, so many bars and so many good bands were playing. We went to one of the pool parties at was the Blue Marlin Hotel, which I saw things I've never seen before in my life. I mean, I'm talking four years of college at a pretty reputable party school. No big deal. Uh, spring breaks. That pool deck for the two hours I stood there, I saw things I've never seen before in my life. Yeah, no, it's uh, it, the Vegas of the Midwest is a pretty good I like explanation. That, yeah. We have a lot of uh, weirdly high amount of international followers, Browns fans. Love you guys. Welcome to the uh, welcome to the tribe. Putin Bay is like a, it's in Sandusky, Ohio. It's like an island. It's been described as a drinking town with a fishing problem. It's it's absurd. I've actually only gone as an adult, and both times I went, I'm like, this place is, it's just absurd. It's you so fun. Very sensibly yeah. priced. Wait, wasn't it? Still yeah. sensibly priced. All right, sensibly so. priced. If you guys are coming from Canada or Europe or Lebanon, wherever our listeners are from, and you're like, you know what? I'm going to make a trip to Cleveland, try to get Put-in-Bay in there, obviously during the summer, and you'll be like, wow, those podcast guys are kick-ass in their recommendations. It's just another world there, and I forgot how crazy it is. I mean, it's like, comparing that to Keller's Island, too, which is the other island right next to it, it just... It's, it's night and day. Yeah. <laughs> I, so anyway, that was that was fun. That was uh, I flew into Hopkins Airport. That's Cleveland's airport. Got picked up, went right to the island, and then right from the island Sunday morning back to the airport. So I didn't get to see Cleveland. But that all being said, oh, actually, first of all, shout out. Speaking of, you just said overseas. Um, let's give a shout out to our uh, service men and women, our military out there. I don't think we do that enough. We need Good to do that call. more. I know we have some listeners. Uh, thank you guys for doing what you do and girls so we can do what we do here. Shout out to our frontline workers, our nurses, our doctors, our uh, truck drivers, our grocery store workers, our gas store workers, gas store, wow, gas station workers. You know, people that you maybe don't think about that may are a huge part of your day. Um, we appreciate y'all. And a lot of people appreciate you. Most people appreciate y'all, but it needs to be said more often, I think. And if you don't know or if you don't show that appreciation, try to start doing it more. I think you'll feel better about yourself and it'll help the Browns win. Do you know what I hate maybe more than a lot of things and that's tough to do people when you're at like that yes people that when you don't if you don't use your please and thank yous that's a big deal breaker for me as a, a person if, if as a date like what like, you have to say please and thank you like what you're raising a barn it's not that hard but what drives me up a wall is if you're at like chipotle or a subway or somewhere where like you're picking things as you go down and you hear people go let me get a or give me a that's how they start their order. It's like, no, 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 no. Hold on. Stop. At least say, please, can I get, or may I, it just, it's not hard. And you know me, people listening to this know me. I am not Mr. Uh, proper English here by any means, but come on, basic stuff. Anyway, let's not get off on a tangent. Um, how's your mental health? This My week? health? How's your mental health this week? Oh, mental health is top tier. Well, hey, it's good. I, oh, another thing. So I had my uh, quarterly check-in with my therapist on Saturday in Putin Bay. She doesn't live there, but I it, we're still over video. So I like pulled aside at one o'clock on Saturday just to do a quick chat with my therapist, and she's like, she's like, Kevin, you sound great. Like you sound good. Now, granted, I have my good days and my bad days, like everyone else. But for the most part, years deep when you call her. So no. So but yeah. So I'm a pretty happy person in general. 
But when your therapist tells you that you sound great because she knows me, your therapist knows you more than probably anyone, like, or better than anyone, like, that's just another boost. I'm like, hell yeah, let's go. Also, I was, you know, maybe two or three nooners deep, but I was still in a good mood. Life is good. It's like we talked about, it's been a great summer. And the Browns are looking good, Kevin. And that's great segue into that. Welcome back to the Dogs of War podcast, where we also talk about the Browns. Um, I mean, I didn't mean you to like reintroduce. I meant let's talk about the game. I know we never do reintroductions. Figured <laughs> YOLO. Um, yeah, this is so. Let's temper our expectations or temper our emotions because you know, we've all been hit by the crash before. And big knock on wood. Um, you know, sometimes the Browns look sick in preseason. We've gone four and zero before, but there's something different about this year's being sick in the preseason. Um, you know what you know what happened when we went 4-0 last time, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. We'll throw some. I know. Don't don't you put that on me. Um, again, back to what we were saying earlier, make sure you do really nice, kind things to people to make sure that the Browns win to help offset, offset any bad juju we've had over the years. I think that could be part of it. Um, they're looking good in practice. They're looking good. The highlight. They're looking great. The coaching staff is confident. The organization's on the same page. Uh, highlights of Saturday's game. I mean, it was mostly there weren't a whole lot of starters that played. Um, I like J O K. He is a O K. Ooh, that's a T-shirt. J O K is a O K. Yeah, that's sick. There we go. Word. That's dibs on this podcast. Dibs on that T-shirt, y'all. I so the Browns went down to Jacksonville for a little mini vacay. And to play the Jacksonville Jaguars and number one overall pick Trevor Lawrence on Saturday night. The Browns came out victorious. 23 to 13 was the total score. The first play of Trevor Lawrence's career, even though it's preseason, sack. Sack. Welcome to the league, baby. <laughs> Our and second it's, team. It's the preseason. Like there's little victories you want to look for. And the fact that, you know, Mr. I'm the next the next Peyton Manning, the first play. And he could have a, it, probably. Wait, let's will, be careful. Let's be careful because yeah. he could still be. No, I'm saying he could have a Hall of Fame career. He probably will have a Hall of Fame career if, if he's as advertised. We've all seen him play. But just to have your first play ever be sacked was pretty funny. Uh, let's see. Case Keenum played for like a quarter and a half. He went 12 to 17 for 115 yards. Uh, Donovan People Jones, he played for maybe like a quarter. I think he had three catches for 26 yards. Our guy they looked rookie- good. They were, they. I thought his presence was more impressive than what the stat line showed. Here's what's the most impressive thing to me, besides all these numbers I'm reading. I think it, we may have had two penalties, maybe no penalties, two tops or something. <laughs> that is huge. Uh, we didn't jump off sides. We, uh, no fumbles. We didn't turn the ball over. Now, you and I, and we'll, we'll get to this when we talk about Kyle all out in a second. We're not analysts. 99.99% of people listening to this are not analysts. But what we do know, what we are experts on, is shitty football and shitty second, third, fourth-string quarterbacks. To see what we saw the other night, and again, guys, relax. It's preseason game one. No one was playing. It's a bunch of guys who will not be in the league in a week. We get that. But plays were being called. That was harmless, Kevin. It was – I'm I'm just – you know what I mean. It was efficient. (laughs) No penalties, no turnovers. It was, like we've been keep saying, a grown-up, mature, adult organization for the first time ever, and it's – just so let's say let's say this. Let's say this. Just because I am so unhealthily superstitious, signs of a grown-up organization, signs of a competent organization. We're sh- we're seeing a lot of great symptoms. We can't we That's can't fair. give that analysis or we can't give that uh, diagnosis until the season starts. Feel me? 
<laughs> Demetric Felton caught four <laughs> passes for 44 <laughs> yards. Also, we, really quick, I, I want to say that you're doing a great job of reading stats. We never do stats, and feeling a good stats vibe right now. Not to derail I just your stats. Out, no, I just took out the more the important ones that I like. Demetric Felton, again, he's a utility player right now. He's a Swiss Army knife, but we use him as a wideout Saturday night. Four passes caught for 44 yards. When I said that we know really shitty quarterback play, like second, third, fourth string quarterback play, uh, yeah, we sure do. Kyle Laletta looked like maybe the most confident backup quarterback I've ever seen play a preseason game. Yeah, no, he was it's so completed. Tough. He obviously looked great, but I am so preseason. There's so many false positives or false oh, negatives. All of, these, all of these comments and stats yeah. are asterisk because it's a yeah. preseason. Like we know, we know. Yeah. Cause it's also like, well, he's thrown against the fifth string of, you know, uh, well, I can't even, Jacksonville, but yeah, he did look fantastic. He can't take, he hit the throws he needed to. He looked great. So we, Oh, he hit the throws. He uh, completed 70% of his passes. 212 yards, two touchdown passes. He just looked confident, poised, and you know what? Not that uh, he's obviously knows how to play football, right? But this all goes back up to the top and Stefanski. Yeah. No, let's, uh, has prepared let's, let's this pour team. one out to the jawline, baby. It's the jawline, that 90-degree angle is something special. JOK, who I like that a lot of the guys call him Woo, and I want to start using Woo because that's a great nickname. Yeah, that's sick. Eight tackles, three for loss, and one of our four sacks was by him. Our second, third string was, again, preseason game one, relaxed, new coach, knew everything for Jacksonville. Uh, embarrassed uh, their, their first team on many times, many occasions, so that was good to see. Uh, unfortunately, we lost Stephen Carlson for the season due to an injury. That sucks. That sucks. But we knew this was going to happen at some point. At least we just you know, rip a Band-Aid off. We got our first you know, major injury. But speaking of which, it was also the first, and I tweeted this, it was the first time, I think, in all of our lives where we had so many starters sitting out, not because of injury or suspension. Yeah. that, that did no, like No one played eye. from the first string. That was a sick tweet. That was a sick tweet, and thank you. That uh, I mean, you got to infer that they got to be confident. I mean, is that fair to say they're confident where the starters are? Oh, yeah. Or well, that, that may be a. Str- I mean, no, there's also like, like you can't waste them. There's no need to because they knew this is a little bit different this year, obviously. But one, yes, they're confident in our starters. Like we don't need to see Chubb run the ball. We don't need to see Jarvis go out there and catch you know us passes. It'd be fun, obviously. But it was just a chance that for the first time ever, we can really focus on what second and third stringers we want to pick because we already know what our first string looks like, which is... Thing. What did you do to help the Browns win? So it's like when we ask us or our guests, it'll be like, well, I mowed my neighbor's lawn or, well, pretty soon <laughs> shoveled the snow. But when we ask players, it's like they can say, well, I got to pick six touchdown. So that was kick-ass. I thought to myself how ugly Pat Mahomes' new signature sneakers from Adidas that launched this week. I thought how ugly they were t- to myself. That's what I did to help the Browns beat Kansas City <laughs> week one. So I'm putting that into the universe. Anything helps. Hey, every little thing helps, y'all. People out there, every day when you – we said this before. Every day when you wake up until that first week, what am I going to do today or at night? What did I do today 
to help the Browns beat Kansas City in week one. Oh, my gosh. I got such a good idea. If you're listening to this, leave a review for what you did to help the Browns win today. Now, if you already left a review, this is on Apple. If you already left a five-star review, mind you, a review of what you did to help the Browns, or like a review in the past, it'll just overlap. So steal somebody's phone, whether it's a loved one or a stranger, and write in that box what you did to help the Browns win today. And we'll read it. And we let's up it. let's up this ante. Uh, we will pick the best the best one. Oh yeah, we'll pick the best one, and you will get to pick. So here's the contest. So here's the contest. What did you do to help the Browns win today? If you leave a positive five star review saying what you did to help the Browns win today, and that could be mowing a neighbor's lawn or like giving a McDouble to some homeless guy or something like that. Leave that review on the Dogs of War podcast on iTunes, and we will send you an Odell Beckham jersey. An Odell Beckham jersey for review. That's pretty sick. We'll, and we'll read it on the podcast. Yeah, we'll read it. So please leave it in the iTunes uh, review section. Give us a five-star. Give a review. Funny review. Leave your Twitter Instagram handle so we know who you are. But my question, what if it is a smaller person oh. we will give you an XL Odell Beckham jersey and yeah sorry it's, it's an XL jersey also that's, that's what you're getting I mean it's a, it's a, jersey a sick a jersey. jersey yeah give it's it a, a sick gift. jersey your boyfriend your dad your girlfriend whoever just yeah it's not gonna fit you give it as a gift you heard yeah, the man give, give it to the homeless guy that that's like compound helping the Browns win Apple podcast reviews it's been a while since we've done something like this and it's time that's a good plug. You know what you just did, though? Is you reminded me of something extremely important. You said one of the things you could do is mow your neighbor's lawn. You know what you could also do? What? You could mow the hair on your own body, thanks to our friends at Manscaped. <laughs> oh, that's... These yeah. are going to get better every week, baby. These are going to be better every week. Ladies and gentlemen, today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Manscaped. Look, Riley and I... Like we've said every episode, we're never going to advertise something we don't use ourselves. We have the latest, the greatest, Manscaped, the Lawnmower 4.0, my friends. I'm not reading off the copy anymore. It's how good I am, how good we both are. It's waterproof. It's the best razor I've ever used in my life. Whether you're going above the belt, below the belt, it's the cleanest, easiest shave I've ever had. Here's what we're going to do. Go to manscaped.com. Get the performance package. Get the lawnmower 4.0. It's waterproof. Keep in the shower all day, every day. Use the code FANSIDED20 for 20% off your order with free shipping. That's big time. Again, manscaped.com. Use the code FANSIDED20 for 20% off your order and free shipping. Join the club, guys and gals. I promise you'll enjoy it. Boom. Now, you're getting really good at that. We got to up you. our rates, dude. Let's jump into today's first of two joint practices with the New York Giants in Berea, Ohio. First off, I was nervous about that. Well, shit, we did have injuries, but I'm always nervous of those uh, mixed practices, like a, a fight breaking out or something like that. So um, they asked they asked the Giants, a Giants player during the post-practice press conference today, uh, why there was no fights, and he said, kind of jokingly, because we already got all our fights out up in New York, and then the media laughed. So, yeah. And there's no hitting. There's no, really no contact, so it's not I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, knock on wood, or the game on Sunday, but it's 
they're pretty much heads down business, all business, from what I saw. And it was quite the practice today, ladies and gentlemen. For those of you that don't know, we play the New York Giants for our second preseason game Sunday at 1 p.m. at First Energy Stadium in Cleveland. But today and tomorrow, the Giants are in town for joint practices. What does that mean? It means they get on the field. They do a bunch of pre-scripted plays. The, the, the defense knows what the offense is going to run and vice versa. It's just to be able to get different looks and be able to go against guys that are not your own teammates. So roughly, Stefanski said it's going to be about two hours every day of them going against each other. If you look at all the – I've never – I was Raleigh and I were just talking about this. I've never seen more highlights or more videos come out of one practice in all my years as a Browns fan. you got to go on Twitter or the Instagram or somewhere and check out all these highlights. We were buzzing out there today. So a couple things. Uh, some of my highlights from what I was seeing – and Njoku caught a dart from Baker while Peppers was guarding him. Remember Jabril Malpage for the Giants, my friends. Shout out Jabril. O- overall, Baker went 14 of 18 with one touchdown. That was against everyone. Against the first-team Giants defense, Baker went 6 of 7. Three passes to Jarvis for roughly 80 yards per Hayden Grove. Thank you, sir, on Twitter. Miles was doing cardio on the sidelines. They have those machines where you uh, – Again, it's on Twitter. You can look at it. Miles was going so hard, he broke the machine. Like, he pulled it apart during it on accident. That's absurd. It it was like him and Clowney and someone else in between them doing it, and Miles broke the machine. It was incredible. So check that out. Let's see. Oh, and uh, Greg Newsom ended today's practice by picking off Daniel Jones with like a minute or two left in one of the last two-minute drill of the day. So that ended the practice on a high note. The defense went nuts, and then the Giants had to run sprints on our practice field. Yeah, no, that's incredible, obviously, but I'm like, the the person that's been hurt in years past, I'm like, please don't let that somehow turn the Giants into pissed off and like getting into an unnecessary fight. So I hope you guys take your licking with grace, and may both teams continue to improve. We don't play them this year, right? Not not except preseason yeah, on right. Sunday. Yeah. yeah. May both teams continue to improve with no injury. And good for Newsom, dude. It's, uh, you know, we've all been kind of burned in the past, or we as a franchise have been burned in the past with uh, first-round picks. And, you know, it's, it's still early, but a lockdown corner, like if he plays like he did at Northwestern and can thrive, dude, this defense is... It's insane. I was mm-hmm. thinking about this on Saturday watching. I'm like, years past, e- even last year, on the defensive side of the ball, like, you know, the, the defense, it's no secret that they struggled. And it's like, okay, we got Garrett, we got Ward, we got Ronnie Harrison. Ronnie Harrison was a shining star on a otherwise struggling defense. And now you name these players, you're like, we got, oh, and we got that guy too. Oh, and we got that guy too. Oh, and Grant Delpit. It's they have the bodies, and I'm really hoping that obviously you know they can get gelling uh, once the season starts and beforehand, and in the uh, postseason, and hopefully the Super Bowl. Uh, but they have the bodies. This may be somebody wrote this on Reddit. This may be the most talented roster in the Mayfield era. Which, when I read that initially, I'm like, well, yeah, obviously this is the most. Clearly, the most they talented mean that, like, team for the rest of his career. That's what that's what yeah. it took me a second yeah. to get, and it's like, yeah, with the contracts coming up, etc. It's going to be hard to keep this team together, and they are 
But that shotgun is a loaded. Yeah, no, we got there, there's a plenty plenty of we're we're locked and loaded. We got a, a window here. I didn't want to think about you make good points, but we got to enjoy the present because we've never been able to enjoy the present as Browns fans before. Uh, do you want to talk about? I saw you put it on the Instagram today. I put it on my Instagram today. The Greeny monologue about Baker. Yeah, that was. I don't have it memorized, and it's not doing how good it justice. was that. It was just beautiful. I mean, it it talks about. First off, I am in the belief that the Browns have never had a quarterback problem. Like, yeah, we've had fifty different quarterbacks, but that's not due to a lack of. I mean, yeah, some here and there. We've had, we, it's talent. always been a quarterback problem, but it's never always been the quarterback's fault. People, yeah, people think it's from the quarterback. It's like, no, he was drafted. He's a professional. He's going to do what he can to thrive. When they underperform at that level, like over the years, it's not the quarterback. And the fact that Baker Mayfield will be the first quarterback to start in four years, well, I guess his rookie year, he technically didn't start, but whatever the hell it is, this is his fourth year, and he's going to be starting for the Browns. That hasn't been done since Bernie Kosar. I think just the three, the three, the three week one start in a row is the most since yeah, at least college Kosar. Yeah, it's been a long time, guys. And the the guy goes on a rant of his QBR, um, like he had ratings over eighty, which. He had it like four or five times, which the only other people to do that were Rodgers and Mahomes. And that performance in Pittsburgh, three touchdowns, no picks in Pittsburgh. Like, Also, I don't think the guy mentioned it, but we, we talked about it last week. That was the first damn time the Browns have won a game in Pittsburgh since Tim Couch, 2002. Mm-hmm. Like, that's unreal and i don't care what happens but if that doesn't deserve respect allegiance loyalty whatever you want to call it that is our guy that is a sick rant i give myself chips. good job no yeah I, I, that was good that's why i didn't interrupt you thanks not that i ever want to on purpose but for those who don't know what the hell we're talking about mike greenberg espn analyst host they call him greenie for those of you that are unaware he put up a, a two or three minute monologue this morning on ESPN, but it's also on his Twitter and all over the internet. I haven't seen it yet just about Baker and why he doesn't understand the, the doubt and the, some of the bullshit that gets written and said about him. It was, I think why people, why we, we have been saying everything he said in that monologue forever and have been thinking it, but he just put it together. He wrapped it so beautifully in like a two minute speech. You have to listen to it. Oh yeah. That's good um, stuff. You know what? Do we praise? Did I praise Kyle a lot enough? Yeah, we did. I just want to oh, make sure. You know what? I wanted to throw a shout out to Chubb. Um, cereal. Yeah, well, for, yeah, that's true. Uh, Nick Chubb has cereal. That's incredible. Two of my favorite things, Nick Chubb and cereal, combined into one uh, product that anyone can buy. By the way, if you're a kid, please don't take cereal for granted. Because the older you get, the more you realize it makes you fat and depending on numerous circumstances, it's like it's frowned upon as an adult. Cereal is kick-ass, and so is Nick Chubb. But he basically said before the game, or before the practice, that he has nothing but love for Freddie Kitchens. 
Freddie Kitchens, depending on how new of a fan you are, was our coach in 2019. It was kind of a letdown of a season. He was hired essentially because the team was hot when he took over the year prior to that, Baker's rookie year. But, you know, he's still a human being, and Nick Chubb, amongst other players, have nothing but love for the guy. He was there today. Yeah, he was a little He's bit a coach for the Giants. He yeah, now and, he, and he coaches for the Giants. But mm-hmm. Nick Chubb just said the best things about him, and he said every day when he he was his first running back coach, his rookie season in the NFL. Every day he said to him, "Shit, make it your best day. Make it your best day. Thank you. Something along the lines of that." And yeah. Nick Chubb still takes that to heart. And I don't know. It's just good to hear the respect, camaraderie these guys have. It's like, at the end of the day, players get traded. Coaches no longer coach for the same team. They get moved around, but now they experience a lot that guys like you and I and those listening, for the most part, will never experience, unless it's Baker that's listening. Shout out Baker, who I assume is a diehard listener. Yeah, for sure. Doesn't miss a minute of an episode. But (laughs) no one ever, no one has anything personal against Freddie. He does not a head football coach, and we found that out the hard way. Yeah, no, I just like to reiterate that because sometimes... No, 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 and I'm glad you did because I don't think, like, there's no love lost between us and and Freddie. Like, sometimes people on internet, like, ah, he's a piece of shit. It's like, well, he tried, he failed, but you've never been in that position, so shut up, support the team, have respect to the guys that play their hearts out, coach their hearts out, regardless of, I mean, coaches, yeah, I'm getting sappy here, but whatever. No, I was going to say... If you can finish, I just want to say one more thing about Chubb before we close up. Not nah, ADD. I forgot where I was going with that. No, I said with Chubb cereal, the, a portion of every box that you buy goes to benefit a foundation called First Candle, which helps address SIDS and other sleep-related deaths in infants, which Chubb today during his press conference said that uh, a couple years ago he lost his nephew, his sister's child, uh, to the condition, the unfortunate condition. So... Really, really cool that he's putting proceeds from this to a foundation that, to be honest, I've never heard about this or even the condition until today. So obviously, um, not that I am a, a know-all, but I don't think a lot of people probably heard of this. And it's obviously very important and near and dear to him. So I think it's really cool that he got that tied in as well. Um, and how important that he, and he even said, he's like, you know, it's being able to support my family is is huge and everything. More on, ch- and then there was another thing. He partnered with Chipotle. Who, I mean, we said yeah. no free ads, but. Chipotle, oh man, I would advertise they're, for free. Yeah, they're too, they're big, they're too big, so it doesn't matter. Since seventh grade, Chipotle's always been there for me. Um, but he's partnered with them on something of feeding the hungry, something along the lines of that. It, it got unfortunately not well, not unfortunately, but I think that I feel like he announced that like the same week as the cereal. I think the cereal like buried that announcement. I think they're too close back to back. But yeah, there's a pretty cool Chipotle thing he's doing as well. I'm not versed on that enough yet, but well, yeah, Chubb's the man. We'll thankfully, never have this, job. <laughs> thankfully, this podcast can tell the tale how it should be. Oh, no free ads, but I do personal plug, if that's okay. Oh, yeah. Those of you that live in Chicago, tomorrow, or today, if you listen to it, Friday, August 20th, my band and I are performing at the Sandlot in Wrigleyville, outside of Wrigley Field, uh, directly following the Cubs game against Kansas City. We're playing right after the last out in the ninth inning for an hour, so figure 4.30 to 5.30. Then our friends band will go on for an hour, and then we'll be back on for another hour, like 7 o'clock. So, hey, if you're in Chicago want to see uh, just three or four hours of some really old school and new school covers, sing-alongs, come to the Sandlot Bar in Wrigleyville. It's going to be a blast, and I can't wait to play live music again. 
for the record, neither of us are Cubs fans. We're also Trojans fans. They don't know that, but we're not. We are Cleveland Guardians fans. That's still weird to say, but whatever. (laughs) Until death. Uh, That's a a good episode, Kevin. That's a good Good episode. episode. That was a good chat. Um, That's all I got. Hey, uh, boys got the Giants Sunday, 1 p.m. We'll figure out. We'll we'll do something for that, I'm sure. Uh, Contest, don't forget. If you want to know, get that XL, specifically XL jersey. Odell Beckham. Yes. And with that, for Raleigh, for myself, good night, Cleveland. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.